Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning to you, Jim, and happy Easter to you and your family. Happy Easter. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's here. Easter's here and spring is here. And it's 56 uh, officially. 56. All right. I'm going to write that down. 56 in the Twin Cities at the airport. 46 here in our yard on the northwest side of Lake Waconia, about 30 miles west of downtown uh, Minneapolis. We've had rain showers since about 6 a.m., and still just very light rain falling. American robins, song sparrows, red-winged blackbirds, Canada geese, they're singing and calling in the rain. A beautiful morning. When you look out and you see green grass kind of all over, it's really turned green. Um Sunrise, 619. Sunset, 806. So today in the Twin Cities and area, we have 13 hours, 47 minutes of daylight. And we're gaining daylight at the rate of three minutes each day. We've gained 21 minutes of daylight since last Sunday. And a total of five hours and two minutes has been gained since the winter solstice on December 21st. Now, the 13 hours, 47 minutes of daylight today is what we will experience next August 22nd. The normal high for today is 61, normal low 40. Records for today, how about this one, Denny? 95. Woo! <laughs> set in 1980. Wow. <laughs> and 22 set in for a low Low of 22 set in 1966. On this date, in 2002, it snowed 6.6 inches on the Twin Cities. And we know from uh, past experience, in fact, not long ago, that the snow doesn't last very long when it falls this late in in uh, April. We're two days past full moon, and, the, and if anybody's in an area listening here where the sky is, is clearing or um, the moon sets at 757 this morning and rises again at 1052 tonight. The um, Lyriads, uh, like Lyra, um, in the, it's a area in the sky. The Lyriad meteor shower uh, is, is best seen between midnight Monday and dawn on Tuesday the 23rd. Wow, spring has moved in. Lots of green grasses, especially on south-facing slopes, where it's lush green. Um, mosses are lush green and growing. Silver maples and quaking aspen trees are blooming. Crabapple trees have begun showing their first tiny new leaves. More migrating birds, such as brown thrashers, great catbirds, and tree swallows are arriving. 
sharp-lobed hepaticas and bloodroots have begun blooming in forests. Past flowers have been blooming on prairies and crocuses in gardens. We have the opportunity to witness the arrival of spring using our senses, like feeling the warm spring air, tasting fresh maple syrup, or very soon rhubarb sauce, smelling the wet soil like I did this morning, wet soil after a rain shower, hearing a great variety of birds singing and frogs calling, seeing ice leave lakes, common loons and other migrating birds returning. Yes, spring is a season of hope and renewal, of growth and beauty. It's the awakening time. No winter lasts forever, and April proves it. I have lots of reports from people. Jim Hubbard reports that Little Rock Lake in Benton County near Rice, um, ice out was yesterday, April 20th. Uh, tree swallows and the first common loon arrived on Friday the 19th. Russ and Sandy Ripberger, who live on the edge of Bass Creek and Brooklyn Park and have 45 wood duck nesting boxes on a half-acre lot, report mallard ducks are on nests incubating, so are Canada geese, some wood ducks, and American robins. Marge Keller, who lives near Waconia on the edge of Pearson Lake, reports 15 common loons around the lake uh, last Monday. Wednesday the 17th, after the rainfall, she observed earthworms on the road for the first time. Donna France from At the Farm on the east side of Waconia reports that rhubarb in the garden is up a few inches, and so is garlic. And if you're raising garlic, it's certainly time to uncover these plants. Andy and Beth Urban live on the shore of Eagle Nest Lake. Um, that's um, not too far from Ely. Report that yesterday, five yellow crocus flowers were open in a garden. And that garden is away from their home and was covered by two feet of snow a couple of weeks ago. They, they have a ring of open water around the lake, but of course the ice hasn't gone out yet. Keith Radel from Faribault found the first eastern bluebird egg laid in one of his nesting boxes on his trail. Uh, just just found it yesterday. Over the years, the first egg is usually laid between April 18th and 20th, so it's right on time. Jerry and Judy Gray, who live near Winstead, have several ponds in their property. And yesterday, uh, with the warm temperatures, especially with the warm temperatures, the western chorus frogs, they're also called swamp cricket frogs, were very vocal. Um just one of them calling sounds like a metallic clicker. But when they all get together and call, the sound is almost deafening if you're, if you're near them. Wood frogs also are, vo- are vocal in their ponds, and they make a barking sound. Joe and Joanne Adelman from Owatonna said that as of yesterday, a pair of black-capped chickadees had completed building a nest in a Gilbertson chickadee house. Diana and Dave Herring from the Waterville area saw patches of of bloodroot in bloom yesterday. It's a woodland wildflower. Uh, Last Monday, an osprey was adding sticks and arranging them in a nest box platform near their home. Wednesday, 2.6 inches of rain resulting in much flooding of, and, and resulted in much flooding of 
the agricultural fields in their area. Do you have time for some more? We sure do. Okay. Julie Brophy from Victoria on April 16th. Um, their Tuesday birding group, it's a per- group that's been together for years. They, they went to T.S. Roberts Bird Sanctuary. That's just on the, on the edge of Lake Harriet in Minneapolis. And then they stopped, made a couple stops in Richfield. They saw a total of 56 species of birds. Highlights include rednecked, horned, and pied-billed grebes, black-crowned night heron, pine siskin, canvasback, and shoveler ducks, common and red-breasted mergansers. They also saw a red admiral and red admiral and morning cloak butterflies. The latter was nectaring on a box elder tree that was in bloom, and they heard wood frogs and western chorus frogs and leopard frogs. Wednesday. Um, in her yard, Judy Brophy said that many dark-eyed juncos uh, had continued their northward migration the night before, so, so Tuesday night into Wednesday. So there are very few left in the morning. Black-capped chickadees, blue jays, white-breasted nuthatches, common grackles, American robins were all seen carrying nesting material. That was on the 17th. Yesterday, a pair of red-breasted nuthatches returned to Julian Bill's feeders. They had been there all winter and then were gone, but now they're back again. But these will certainly take off because they nest in Canada or far northeastern um, Minnesota. On the moonlight night, um, they said, and that was Friday night, moonlight night, southeast winds, south winds, and by Saturday morning, very few dark-eyed juncos around. Fox sparrows were gone. So uh, it was just a perfect time for them to be uh, migrating. Elizabeth Howard from Journey North reports that as of this past Friday, April 19th, the leading edge of ruby-throated hummingbird migration is now in northern Iowa. And I was going to say Bill and Julie from Victoria have already put up their hummingbird feeder, hoping they'll come very soon. They've also, um, ruby-throated hummingbirds have also been seen near Buffalo, New York, and along the Detroit River. It's a boundary between Michigan on the U.S. and Ontario, Canada on the other side. So these hummingbirds are coming. Jason Frank from Ortonville reports that um, as of this past Wednesday, uh, the common snipe has been heard winnowing. I call it the weird wind music. It's just wonderful sound. He heard it in Big Stone County uh, wildlife management areas. Plovers and sandpipers should be in flooded fields in great numbers very soon. A few purple martins, the largest member of the swallow family, are returning, and they wintered in Brazil. Orland Schneewin from rural Carver County, east of Nova Young America, reports the first purple martin returned last Sunday, the 14th, and a couple days later was still there and get on top of their TV antenna and sing and sing and sing, hoping to attract more. They'll have many more. In fact, we're probably there now. Uh, Paul and Connie Frank had the first purple martin show up in their yard by, by Dassel 
in Meeker County this past Tuesday the 16th. And Tom and Lisa Bovers from Faribault report first year Purple Martin on Tuesday the 16th. And uh, Paul Schutte from Cedar Lake at Annandale reports two Purple Martins, male mountains in this case, arrived April 12th and been there ever since, and a few more have arrived since, and many more will be coming. Ice went out on Cedar Lake, and that's right near Annandale yesterday. Do you have more? Yeah, we have about uh, eight minutes till the end of the show. <laughs> All right. Oh, my goodness. Well, I ho- hope you got some material Oh, I do, in. indeed. All right. Okay. A um, few more ice outs. The Hennepin County Sheriff's Water Patrol and Freshwater Society and several experienced observers like Doug McNaught report that yesterday, April 20th, was the ice out date for Lake Minnetonka. Last year, Lake Minnetonka ice out was May 5th. The average or median date is April 13th for ice out on Minnetonka, so it went out seven days later than normal. Um, Mile Lake near Baxter, That's the, the lake is partly in Cass County and partly in Crow Wing County, lost its ice cover on Friday the 19th, according to John Crandall. And Jim uh, Malkinson from Bertram reports that Thursday the 18th was ice out for Buck Lake, Bass Lake, and Trace Lake. They're all in Todd County. There should be hundreds and hundreds of ice outs on central uh, Minnesota lakes this coming week, starting now, probably some today. Ray and Marlene Simon uh, live on the edge of Northfield, had over four inches of rain uh, this past Wednesday, and they said a dozen bats returned to their bat house early last week, and a gray catbird arrived this past Friday. Dr. Larry Scott, who lives near uh, Maple Lake, uh, or Larry Scott, it is, Larry Scott, uh, reports um, near from near Maple Lake hearing those western chorus frogs, swamp cricket frogs. Say, uh, Denny, I've had people call me and say, what is this sound? And they, they open up the window and put their phone out, and I can hear the, the those western chorus frogs calling in a distance. We're getting some comments about frogs too coming up, so I'll I'll fill oh. in when you're finished. You, I'll, you'll fill in. You'll fill yeah, I'll I'll get frog, some text messages. Okay, um, Tom and Lisa uh, Bovers also report first blood roots are in bloom, first orb spiderweb seen yesterday, and gossamers as the single strands of of spider silk were seen yesterday in the forest. Several butterflies were on sugar maple trees that had been drilled by yellow-bellied sapsuckers, they were drinking the sap coming out just yesterday. These were red admiral butterflies and the comma butterflies, and they saw the first bat flying just last night. Mary Brislance from Lutzen reports that the ski area, Lutzen Mountain Ski Area, is open this weekend. It's going to be open next weekend and possibly the first weekend in May so people can maybe play golf and ski on the same weekend. But she said that last evening when I called her, 50, about 50 dark-eyed juncos were on the lawn. And on Wednesday, she only had one. So the dark-eyed juncos have come there. 
The Compton's tortoise shell and morning coke butterflies are out. They've seen them every day for the past three days. And uh, there, I mentioned like last week, there are nine different types of butterflies that hibernate as adults. And I should mention, too, that April 22nd, tomorrow, marks the 49th anniversary of the first Earth Day. A good reminder to make everyday Earth Day and for each of us to be good stewards and do what we can to care for the air, water, and soil, and for plants and animals that share this planet, Earth, with us. Important to do. If you got a few, I got a couple more, too, I can do, but um, what do you have there? Okay, earlier uh, this uh, morning, let's see, the texter says, I took a drive to Mankato yesterday from Farmington, heard a number of frogs singing, also some mushrooms growing on a tree. And here's another one. Let's see, where is this from? This comes from uh, Faribault. Uh, frogs coming from the lake. Uh, let's see. Hepaticus, you mentioned that before, blossoming. Yes. And I got yes. my first uh, Texas mosquito bite 8.30 last night as I watched a painted turtle poke its head up as it swam by on French Lake in uh, Faribault. That's Faribault, too. That's so neat. <laughs> and here's another one. Uh, we okay. live, Jim, uh, we live about five miles southwest of Faribault. Another one, and the wild turkeys are gobbling like crazy. Happy Easter! And somebody, oh. somebody wants to know about monarchs. Is it one generation that migrates from Mexico to Minnesota? No. Here's what happens. Um, there's this migration from from August. They're the ones that take off and fly to Mexico. They stay all winter, and then they start heading back. But they start laying eggs in Texas, Oklahoma, and so on. Mm. Those that hatch out are the ones that come here. Okay. Once in a while, I, I'm pretty sure I saw one. It was so tattered and frayed, and you know that I think it was a possibility that that one made it to the Minnesota landscape arbor, you know, all the way back from Mexico. But maybe not. You know, that's just my feeling after done the, having tagged them for many, many years. And do we have another minute? We do. Okay. Um, the last Friday of April each year is Arbor Day. And, of course, this coming Friday, April 26th, is National Arbor Day. And it's the 147th anniversary of the first Arbor Day, started by J. Sterling Morton in Nebraska in 1872. Now, we continue to mark Arbor Day by reflecting on the importance of conservation promoting the value of trees in our lives and renewing our commitment to tree planting and care. And I should mention, too, that uh, the whole month of May is considered to be Arbor Month in the state of Minnesota. So there you go. All right. Want an excuse for buying a tree? Get one and plant it soon. Very good. Today, if you yes. can. All right. Uh, happy Easter to you and your family, Jim, and let's talk one week from today. What do you yes, say? I look forward to it. We're off to church, and then we've got 28 people coming to our home for dinner. We'll have a great... Sandy has been busy. I can well imagine. <laughs> well, have a great day, Jim, and a great week. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Bye for now. Jim Gilbert, Nation O's next Sunday morning here on 830 WCCO. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.